Hey y'all, I'm your host B. Jade and welcome back to another episode of Jaded Thoughts, your bi-weekly microdose of perspective on life, specifically blackness, womanhood, love, personal relationships, personal growth, and finding yourself. If you haven't already, go back and listen to episode two, which is called What is Sexual Liberation? And in that episode, I talked about what sexual liberation actually is and isn't, as well as defining it for yourself, because it does look different for everyone. Today, I want to talk about how not to handle a breakup with some dues sprinkled in from the perspective of the dumpy. At my big age of 26, I've been in approximately one relationship that actually counts. And by that, I mean it lasted more than a month and wasn't during middle school. And when that relationship ended, I spazzed, to say the least. And I would later learn that that was due to deeply rooted issues surrounding personal relationships or lack thereof with men, as well as the fact that I'd never actually navigated a real breakup before, much less one that I didn't initiate. Sure, I've ended things with guys that I was messing with before, but I'd never actually been a pos- in a position to be done with someone that I truly care for and wanted to be with. So this is completely new territory for me. And the only pain that I could really relate it to was the pain of losing the last man that I really love to my core and still do, which is my father. May he rest in peace. So with that being said... Um, I did some things that one, my ex didn't deserve and two, didn't contribute to my healing in the slightest, but it is about to make for an interesting episode because if our low points do nothing else, they make for great content, right? So what makes me want to talk about this now? Well, it's been a few years and I'm finally at a place where I can laugh about my antics instead of beating myself up about them. For a long time, you know, after finally being able to see the error of my ways because I wasn't at first. But anyway, for a long time, I spent a lot of time being mad at myself for how I reacted and I really wanted nothing more than to fix a past that I can do anything about. And that took up a lot of energy and kept me from being able to really move forward. Now, my focus, romantically at least, is accepting the past as over with and also taking the lessons that I learned and applying them to whoever's next so that I can be better for them no matter what what becomes of our relationship. So whether we decide to spend the rest of this life together or part ways at some point, I want to be able to navigate the, the outcome much better and not be so attached to one outcome or the other. And also, my spiral was very public, and I believe that because of that, my healing should be just as public. And I'm sure that someone that there's someone out there who needs guidance on how to handle being broken up with, because it's going to happen to us all at least once. So here's what not to do that I did. And I'm going to preface this by saying that there are much worse ways to deal with a breakup. Um... And I just don't feel like I should have to tell you all not to go stalking your exes and their nexes or um, not to vandalize the property. Like, I just I just feel like I don't have to tell you all these things. And so the things that I'm going to mention are things that 
you think are harmless, but they actually do a bit of damage. So here we go. Don't break something expensive, yours and or use daily. For example, less than two hours after my breakup, I went from disbelief to enraged since I don't handle sadness well. And because of that, I threw a bracelet that my newfound ex had given me at the TV that he had also given me and broke the TV. Now, the breaking of the TV was an unintentional result of the bracelet throwing, but I will tell you, navigating a fresh breakup without the escape of reality TV or Bob's Burgers is not something that I would recommend to anyone. Moving on. Don't spill your guts on social media. I personally said a lot of stuff on social media that one, should have probably be, should have probably well <laughs> been kept to myself. And two, put flaw ass, nosy ass, gossiping ass, instigating ass people not only in my business, but in our business. And believe it or not, it was never my intention to put any of his business out there or for people to come to him about what it was I was posting. I was really just trying to feel heard in the midst of feeling ignored because he wasn't hearing me, so someone was going to. Now, I'd be lying if I didn't say that there are some things that I said that were just to get a reaction because I knew I was being watched and I didn't appreciate that. But most of the time, I was just expressing my pain in the best and fastest way that I could at the time. But at the end of the day, he didn't deserve the things that I was saying. And in my pain, I was painting him to not be shit. And his only wrong was ever actually breaking up with me in a way and at a time that I prefer that he had it. And because of the things that I said on social media, the beautiful and irreplaceable friendship that we had prior to our relationship never fully recovered. So if you take nothing else from this episode, leave social media out of it. People online didn't contribute to your relationship, so they're not entitled to front row seats to your breakup or any of the fallout that may come from it. Don't jump into something new just because you miss having someone. That saying the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else really only applies to relationships that didn't mean shit to you. But when you're really in love with someone and have every intention of spending the rest of this life with them and then it ends, it's going to take more than just another warm, any other warm body to heal your heart. Which I realize now, but I didn't at the time. At that time, I had a goal. And that goal was to replace my ex and regain access to consistent sex. And this particular goal almost resulted in me becoming a stepmother of two at the age of 23. It was less than a year after our breakup, 10 months to be exact. And considering how long it takes me to get over things, I really have no idea what possessed me to try and move on other than lack of consistent sex. But I missed having a nigga, so... When I came across a single nigga that was cute, tall, and nearby, I figured, why not? And it was blissful for about two months until I was finally real with myself and admitted that, one, I really wasn't trying to be anyone's mother yet, and he was a very active father. And two, my ex was still, to my frustration, living rent-free in my head. And it's been three years since then, And honestly, I'm still unsure about whether or not it was actually a good decision considering 
that I haven't dealt with a man worth shit since. And the decision I mean is like cutting it off with dude number two. Um, because, you know, he wasn't a bad guy. It was just, it was bad timing. But even now, I'm not 100% sure if it was a good decision not just sticking with him because every guy that I, <clears throat> excuse me, every guy that I've encountered since has just sucked. But anyway, <clears throat> again, there's nothing um, we can do about that now because it's the past. And despite my uncertainty about whether or not I fucked up in ending that, because, you know, the kids were very disciplined for their ages. I do stand behind the belief that you're not ready to move on with someone new if you're still trying to fill the, the void that your ex left. And a bonus don't that I literally added on this list right before recording is do not try and make them feel guilty for breaking up with you. There are definitely times that I actively tried to make my ex feel bad for making the decision that was best for him. I indirectly blamed him for why I felt the need to go to therapy when in actuality, his actions may have triggered me to seek therapy, but it was my number of unresolved issues at the time. That was the reason I was in therapy. There's a difference. His actions may have triggered it, but it triggered issues that were already there. I would also publicly say that, um, or things that suggested, I should say, that he was the one who gave up on us and that his love for me couldn't have been real if he was so willing to leave me for over something that could have been fixed. And to be fair to myself, I truly did feel that way at the time, but it was also one of those things that I publicly expressed because I knew I was being watched. So it was something that I could have really afforded not to let the world know. And if I needed to say it, I could have said it to him. But because I was feeling the type of way and knew that people was minding my business, that didn't need to be minding business, I said it publicly. But anyway, my point here is that it is wrong to try and manipulate someone into being with you, no matter if your intentions are just to love him. Love is not ownership. You can love someone, you can have love for someone while not being with them. And because I didn't handle this breakup completely shitty, contrary to what some may believe, there are some things that I did that I would suggest others try and do if they're navigating a breakup for, it could be the first time or the 50th time. If you're dealing with a breakup that hurts, here are some things that I suggest you do. The first is talk to someone. Less than 24 hours after the unfortunate occurrence, I made my first ever appointment with a therapist. I knew that what I was feeling couldn't effectively be dealt with alone, and I also knew that the people closest to me were going to try and make me feel better. But there was literally nothing anyone could say to do that, so I really wasn't trying to hear it. I knew that what I really needed was a completely unbiased third party to help me unpack what I was feeling and why I was reacting to this the way that I was. Y'all, I got physically ill the night that it happened. And people get dumped every day. And it's not like he was the first guy that I ever felt rejected by. So why in the world was this weighing on me so heavily? Cue unresolved daddy issues and abandonment issues. But I get that some of you may not feel comfortable talking to a complete stranger about your business. But I do advise that you talk to someone that you feel comfortable confiding in about how you're feeling. Heartbreak isn't something that anyone should have to deal with alone. And I really am blessed that I had my therapist as well as my friends who were there both when I felt like talking about it and when I didn't. 
talking about my feelings has never been a strength of mine, but just the presence of people that I trust and care for being around me, just the fact that they were there, it really kept me from falling into as deep of a depression as I could have. Another do is do find yourself. Whenever people ask me how I got so deep into astrology and spirituality, my answer is always heartbreak. I've always had an interest in those things, but they didn't become major parts of my life until I was put in the position to have to rediscover who I was. My ex and I were exclusive for three years and officially exclusive for two. So for the last three years prior to that, I had been part of a unit. Yeah, we still had our own things going on, but we were still two individuals. And he bought out a side of me that people on the outside rarely got to see because usually they only saw the side of me that was chewing someone out on the internet. With him, my best self flourished in ways that it hadn't before. And with his absence, I briefly questioned whether or not my best self could even exist without his presence. I also acknowledged that who I was before him wasn't who I was at that point. So I had two options, either revert back to a former slightly problematic version of myself or do the work to discover who I was now for, you know, then outside of what any man may or may not bring out of me. And this applies, especially if you're coming out of a long-term or longish term relationship. We're constantly evolving, so you can't come out of something long-term expecting to be the same person that you were before. So the first two do's, they occurred early on in the process, but this last one, which is forgive yourself, it took me years to get to that point. Specifically three. And while our relationship didn't end because of anything like disrespect to the relationship or anything like that, um, I really spent three years blaming myself for not being the girlfriend he needed, for publicly acting and asking when we broke up, for the reason that I no longer had a best friend in him and anything else that I could possibly make my fault. I felt like I literally had one job and I failed. Now, there are definitely, so, there, there's some validity <laughs> to the blame that I was placing on myself. But I'm also not the person that I was in 2018, and I had to stop holding that version of myself against the current version. I've long since apologized to my ex for the hurtful and fucked up things that I said, and he forgave me. He wasn't mad at me, but I was still mad at me, and that wasn't doing anything to help me move forward. I've apologized for my wrongs, I've retained the necessary lessons, and I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to the opportunity to do better by whoever's next. And that's all I can do. So please don't spend years beating yourself up about being someone that you aren't anymore. Because all you can do today is acknowledge your wrongs and do better moving forward. I know I've said a lot today, so let me sum it up. The do, oh, I'm sorry, the don'ts of being a dumpy include breaking something expensive, yours, and or used daily. Because dealing with a breakup without a TV sucks. Don't spill your guts on social media. Then people are not entitled to your pain. 
don't jump into something new just because you miss having someone or risk becoming a stepmother before you're, before you're ready to or risk fumbling a nigga who could have been good for you. And do not guilt that person into taking you back or try to guilt that person into taking you back. Some do's include talking to someone, whether it be a therapist or your friends. Um, please just don't try and deal with a breakup or heartbreak alone. And also don't try to make your friends your therapist. If it's a therapist, you need to go to a therapist. Your friends are not your therapist. Do find yourself and take the time to discover who you've grown into. And do forgive yourself. Stop blaming a version of you that no longer exists for something that you can do nothing about. Forgive yourself and commit to doing better and being better moving forward. So if this episode resonated with you, let me know either by leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening on or sending me an email to jadedthoughtspod at gmail.com. I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of Jaded Thoughts. And if you aren't already, follow me on Instagram at thebjade where you can participate in polls on topics that have been, or that will be, I'm sorry, covered on here and where you'll also be able to see and hear sneak peeks of upcoming episodes. Also, Good God, I don't know if y'all hear those people upstairs, but it, it is a constant thing and it's very irritating. I cannot wait for them to move. But anyway, I'm accepting topic suggestions as well, which you can email to me. No DMs, please. Just be sure to put topic suggestion in the subject field. And if you'd like to hear more from me, make sure to, dis- to subscribe to this show on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you'd like to further show your support, feel free to share, rate, and review. And remember, if you don't have anything kind to say, kindly keep that shit to yourself. Until next time, much love, and I'll talk to y'all soon.